Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. This week, we are joined by a very special guest, one you may remember from the past, my twin sister, Lucy. Hi. (laughs) I'm happy to be here today. (laughs) If you guys haven't caught her on episodes in the past, caught her, catched her, caught her in the past, listened to the episodes with her before Mm -hmm. um we just looked back and I can't believe it was so long ago that is so weird to think about Lucy that Mm -hmm. your first episode with me on here was end of December of 2019 because that feels really recent and like next month is December yeah you know yeah well this year was a vacuum I guess yes (laughs) it's a good way to put it a vacuum what do you mean like it just sucked everything in and it (laughs) Felt empty, but also full of <laughs> like stuff. All this nonsense. Yeah, that's so. a good comparison. I thought you're gonna say it sucked the life out of everyone. Well, but. yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, it just sucked all the time away. Like you could tell I me know. it was April, and I'd be like, hmm, I guess so. I know. If someone told me right now that it was like April third, I would be like, all right, like I yeah. could get behind that. Yeah. Like the weather feels like April. Like it's, it's April. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Where did this year go? Summer. Feels like a blur. Like, what even happened? Summer, there wasn't a summer. No. I got Brody in the summer. That's all I know. Oh, and Lucy's second episode home. on here was in July. Lucy came home in July. So it was right after... Yeah, it was right after you came home. And that one was all about grieving the loss of our dad. But you know what I just realized? This episode makes so much sense. I can't believe we haven't done this because... Like, you coming home in July, I don't know how we didn't even do this episode right then and there, because as you guys can tell, this episode is just going to be all about being in a long-distance relationship, and Lucy can speak to this way better than I can, or literally anyone else, unless your boyfriend lives in, like, Australia, somewhere even farther than where her boyfriend lives, because she's been in a long-distance relationship for a while now, and not just long-distance, like, I would even go as far as saying extremely long-distance, like... Is it a five-hour time difference? Yeah, five-hour. At five least hour it's not more. Difference. Like, I, we can still do stuff together. Like, yeah. we can still watch a movie together if it's yeah. whatever. But, yeah, it's weird with the time difference. So, it's, like, during the day for you and then, like, nighttime yeah. for him. I'm, like, trying to eat dinner and he's, like, well, I should go to bed soon. Can we watch the movie? Like, <laughs> Wait, is it ever opposite? No, I guess it wouldn't be no. big enough time difference. Like, would it ever be you or him in the morning and then that would be you, like, at night? No, I guess no. not. He would have to be up, like really early yeah (laughs) like five (laughs) yeah sometimes like he used to get up for work really early he'd wake up at four because he was working at a grocery store for a bit oh yeah yeah and you would talk to him at night yeah yeah and i talked to him wow crazy so if you guys are in 
a long distance relationship or like an extreme long distance relationship like this we feel for you and that's why I just knew I wanted to make this episode with Lucy because people get so mad at me Lucy included when I talk about when I was long distance with Max because it really I mean it truly wasn't it wasn't it wasn't at the same time physically there was distance between us it was like a five and a half hour drive however mad though it's just bitter it's like uh, i had it worse yes just that's how lucy feels so if you feel that way too about whenever i'd be like oh we're long distance boohoo like lucy's right there with you because i would visit like basically every week and we would facetime all day long and there was no time difference and i could Mm -hmm. hop in the car like very different yeah that's what darren and i situation like oh if you lived in even in florida like i'd hop in the car and be like well at least i'll be there but it's yeah with the flying it's just different yeah so yeah that's like the episodes lucy has been on before if you guys want to check those out if you didn't listen she's my twin sister did i did we say that (laughs) we're twins and we went to boston university together and all that yeah but i also was gonna say i wanted to make this episode well it's not my episode but (laughs) i wanted to also include that it could be like not just long distance like romantic relationships but like friendships because right now that's like these are the times you know yeah if you have friends from college like they're in california or like wherever across the country or even like abroad so Mm. yeah i just feel like it's important to find ways to keep connected so that you don't feel lonely and like you're you're on your own kind of yeah like when you think long distance relationship you think long distance relationship romantically like boyfriend girlfriend 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 boyfriend boyfriend whatever it is Mm -hmm. but it like it's also it can be long distance relationships, friendships. Yeah, like with even your us family. When, we were, when I was in Ireland, like mm-hmm. that was. But now with COVID, we were in a long it's distance like, relationship. <laughs> like obviously, you can't even go see your grandparents or your aunts and uncles and your cousins. And I've been texting so. grandma. Yeah, you should text her because you know it's so hard for old people, especially during this yeah. time, because they really are just being super careful. I mean, mm-hmm. like we are too. I would hope that everyone is for the I, sake of their grandparents, yeah. but. It's just so tough because they can just get so lonely. And I feel like once you're retired, you probably have like your your set. Like these, this is what I like to do each week. I like to go to the library. Yeah. I like to do this club and do that and see my friends and do bridge or like whatever. No, it is. they get really upset. But you're just kind of stuck. We so. were talking with Max's grandma and like my grandma too, and they have you know like their circle of friends, their routine, the things that they do. So when like the symphony isn't playing this year and the yeah. movies are are shut, like all their things that they do are gone, and they sit at home and yeah. they're lonely, and it's it's really sad. So yeah this is a reminder right now to go text or call your grandparents because they love you mm-hmm. and you still have them if you do and <laughs> tell them that you love them and you care yeah. about them and yeah like I guess everything we're saying in here too applies to that it's like you can FaceTime with them if they know how to do that I don't know if my grandma really knows how yeah she knows how to FaceTime <laughs> but, but you know what I mean calling like everyone knows how to call like mm-hmm. yeah so Lucy's going to give you the real tea, the tips. We literally didn't even say where, but her boyfriend, Dara, lives in Ireland. Yeah, he lives <laughs> in Ireland. We Okay, so should we get into it? Should I just say the how we met? Yeah, sure. Tell us how you met. So we met... I don't... I, I think I mentioned this in the other podcast about um, Ireland and how things were going, but um, mm-hmm. so I was studying abroad in Paris my junior year at Boston University after I was medically disqualified from rowing, mm-hmm. so I like wanted to go branch out and see other things and do other things. Wait, was that at the end of your sophomore year, or was that yeah, at the, the end beginning of the sophomore year? Okay. Um, even though I didn't row or anything, all soft, just a mess. Yeah. But so I wanted to like broaden my horizons and see that there was other things 
other than rowing and all that. So I was able to go abroad and I always knew I wanted to like in high school, but I was like, well, I'll be rowing. So that's not even going to happen for me. But then like once rowing was out the door, I was like, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. before I like transfer from BU because I think I'm that over I'm just here. like miserable because of rowing. Yeah. I should go try to experience other things. Um, but yeah, so we I went abroad and my friend and I, we went to Amsterdam and we met up with like her friends from school that were studying, from like high school that were studying in London and they were coming to Amsterdam too because they had mm-hmm. all had a mutual friend that lived like outside of Amsterdam and so we met up with them and Dara, Dara my boyfriend, he was like friends of With those of friends. friends. Yeah. Uh, like for through school he was met these people that were friends with my friends friends it was just like it was really, just like a random like coincidence really random yeah, yeah. But, um but well, yeah it's not we random because you were connected by people but there was like a lot of mutual yeah. people in between and but it's ran- like we didn't even talk or anything i was like oh maybe he's cute but like boys are trouble i was just like <laughs> nah i'm here to like live my life so yeah i wasn't like very interested and then um yeah, I think he, like, messaged us to make sure we got home safe and all that the next day. And then, and then yeah, I think we, like, ended up going back out with, like, the group of friends and whatever. One thing led to another. And then he, like, came to visit me in Paris. And then I went to visit him in Amsterdam. Wait, but when did then, he, like, didn't he initially, that first day you met him? Or was it the second day when you saw him that day. he asked you on the date? He was like, this is really forward of oh. me. No, he actually, he didn't even ask me on a date. He asked what? me to hold his phone charger. He was like, I have this phone charger. Like, can you put it in your bag? I remember the phone charger. And I was like, yeah, sure. But I, like, we went to a bar and I got drinks and what I, and I was just like, not in a place to remember the phone charger. So I like went home, forgot about it. And then he was like texting me like, oh, you like still have my phone charger. Like maybe we could like have a little date, like around the town where I'm in, in Amsterdam, Wait, like yeah. whatever. So I like. Like, he, like, hooked me by, like... The phone charger. Giving me the phone charger. Wait, I'm <laughs> shook because I remember the phone charger. That's what Max always said in the beginning of us dating. He's like, oh, the old leave-behind trick, like, yeah. works every time. Because then the they're, like, behind. tethered to you in some way and to return no or whatever. Yeah. Wait, but I swore... I remember the phone charger, but I swore it was, like, the first day you met him or, like, mm-hmm. if you saw him again. He was like, this is really forward of me, but, like, I'd like to ask you on a date. Like, I, I swore he was, like, I a think, super gentleman and, like, did that. Well, he did, but, like, with... The phone chargers. So ah. I had to see him again. So it wasn't like, because I think my flight was like that day and whatever. So he like wanted to make sure that I would have to what I feel like I yeah. had to go see him or whatever. So he's like, by the way, when you return the phone charger, this is a date. Like, yeah, just so you're aware. Date. So we had a, like a little date. And yeah, it was cute. Um, I think I didn't put two and two because I remember the phone charger mm-hmm. but I thought he just was like really brave like in person and asked you on a date but yeah. it was sort of like low-key yeah, hiding behind low the key. phone charger yeah okay. I, I probably would have been scared off if yes like up front honestly yeah because I wasn't true. in a place to I just thought all boys were trouble I just yeah wasn't and you could be like it. Um, what's it called? Taken aback, sort of like yeah, like off what's put. Your intention? If like, he was like in your face, like this is really forward. Yeah. Come on a date with me, and you're like, whoa, I just showed up at this bar. Like I just yeah, met you. Like I'm just random visiting. guy in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. but so it the phone charger was worked sly. Out well, yeah, because I normally I wouldn't give people the advice to like, oh yeah, go on a date with a random guy you met. But like now we're three years into yes. like dating, so obviously, do you? I remember? think it's just trusting your intent, your intuition, and like yeah. my gut. Like I knew I was like, well, this I feel that this is okay, and like I remember your also instincts. feeling like, oh, 
if things go south, I'm pretty sure I could take him. He was, like, a bit more scrawny. <laughs> like, I think he was, yeah, he just, like, wasn't working out as much, wasn't eating, making himself eat a lot. He's just, like, naturally slender. So I was like, I think I could be okay. Like, I literally remember measuring it up like that. But That's really funny. Um, but, yeah, obviously it didn't come to that. So <laughs> do you remember how, like, angry I was or just worried? Yeah. I remember being in Boston at, like yeah. literally it was like during a class and I think I called Lucy I was like in the business school in the hallway like screaming yeah. on the phone everyone's probably like what's going on yeah and I was like what are you doing this is what everyone says not to do when you go abroad like to meet a boy and go on a date with him and like hang out like yeah. I'm like he is gonna like murder you like you never know who these people yeah, are like he could yeah. be a serial killer I know I was like he could be I could be like just next second like in, into human trafficking and, like you know yeah like Lucy's but like I relax knew I'm like no like my friend's boyfriend but my friend that I met while I was studying abroad, though, like it wasn't like a long time friend, but she had a boyfriend studying in Amsterdam. And I was yeah. like, well, like, worst comes to worst, at least I like know somebody somehow oh my gosh. here. Like, I mean, but, good thing it all worked out, and like I'm yeah. happy you trusted your instinct. It's and just funny because, yeah, I remember you. I apologize that. And even to Dara. Mom and dad, like, <laughs> yeah, we're stressed, but. I like now, obviously, looking back, it's like, well, I, he's been my boyfriend, boyfriend for yeah, three like, years, it's funny. so. I remember, guys, like, I was so, because I was just so scared, I was so upset, I was like, Lucy, if you don't leave Amsterdam this very second, I'm hopping on a plane, and I'm coming to rescue you, like, I was so, and, like, Dara's, like, clearly with her, and can hear on the phone, he's like, hi, like, like, she's not wrong, like, I I don't blame her for feeling this (laughs) way, being, like, scared, he's like, hi, like, I'm not a serial killer, like, promise, I'm like, I don't know who you are, stay away from my sister, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, it worked out well, and then, I don't even know Good when I first stayed. met his family. I think when I... You met the mom early. I met them... Uh, yeah, I met the mom, his mom early on. I think I was flying out of Amsterdam. She was flying in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, like, happened to run it... Like, we happened to run into her, and I was really stressed. I, like, didn't know I was going to see her or whatever. I remember that. But, but yeah, that, that was so nice. Clearly. She was so nice. And then... It's funny, yeah. It's funny looking back because now I know them so well. I spent like half of quarantine. Well, what I thought was gonna be half, of quarantine, yeah. What everyone thought was a good chunk of quarantine from like yeah March to July with them. So that was really nice. That's so weird to think about. Like I never thought about it. if you told me in that moment screaming at you on the phone like our junior mm-hmm. year of college, and I thought that he was literally gonna like kidnap you. Yeah. And if you told me that you were gonna go off and like date him forever and maybe like marry him, I would be like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I would have no idea. Yeah, it's so funny. I feel like yeah, it's just trusting your your gut and your intuition, but only if you know you can trust it. Like honestly, because I feel yeah. like because you never like, maybe know. even Gretchen. Like I feel like you maybe like can't see people's like true intentions yeah. the second you meet them. Yeah, and I feel like usually I am I'm really overly good trusting. At that. Like well, my compass is like pretty straight on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I feel, I'm like, so I'm like me, I'm like, just trust your intuition. But then yeah. I'm like, also like, if you know you can't, like historically you might have tripped up, then definitely don't yeah. just dive into things. Basically, but. do not take Lucy's advice and don't do what she did. Yeah. Because if you go abroad and meet someone and then you're like, woo, like, yeah. like just all my eggs in one basket. Like you never, like you really do never know. I remember yeah. being so afraid 
from I think high school going into college being like I can't date anyone or meet anyone in college because you don't know anything like you have no idea who at they least are. I yeah. don't know where you guys are from but at least in our hometown like in our high school it's pretty much everyone that you grew up with since you were five like you know their yeah. families like you know you can find out everything about them like you know yeah I mean you never really know a person's like intentions or what they're capable of I guess but you know what I mean and then you go to college and someone could just like reinvent themselves and like be like yeah. scary deep down I don't know yeah well yeah so don't do what lucy did (laughs) but it worked out well but yeah i think just like yeah staying true to yourself and also being like honest and everything like he was very like open and honest and like was like yeah i swear i won't like try like i remember the first time i think i stayed he was like i'll sleep on the ground if you feel uncomfortable i'm gonna i'll go to my friend's house like you can just have and i was like well if i feel uncomfortable i'll certainly just go get a hotel yeah but like yeah so you know it was we it worked out yeah but I also feel like me being like don't take Lucy's advice but I also feel like at the same time like when you know you know I feel like you hear the stories of like people going abroad and meeting like the love of their life and they get married and like maybe they move to Ireland Lucy one day maybe or you know what I mean I already did for a year yeah you did that was really nice oh yeah so well back to like long distance (laughs) I mean I think um, what's helpful is just know well knowing that ideally this isn't like the long term situation, mm-hmm. and no matter if that means like long term being three years from now or like in a year or like five years, whatever it is, um, just knowing that it's not like forever. If you do see yourself with that person like long term, I feel like that's what's really important is like knowing, like just knowing you're like so compatible. And, like, there for each other no matter what. Like, your best friends, kind of, first and foremost. That's what I feel like with long distance because, I don't know, if your focus is, like, the more intimate parts of your relationship and, like, the physical, then, like, you're really not going to last long distance. Yeah. And I feel like also that's more, like, of a lust relationship. It's not, like, love and, like, soulmate or whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like... Like, having the base of being, like, best friends and just, like, supporting each other is, mm-hmm. like, so important. And then that's how you can, like, communicate and be open. I feel like that is, like, one of my biggest, like, suggestions, I guess, for um, long distance is just being, like, open and communicative about, like, about your relationship. But also about the things that you're going through that, like, they're not seeing because they're not there day to day. And if mm-hmm. you just, like, if you have, like, an hour where you talk to them every day, like... You don't really want to go through all the, the like, downers and the, like, negatives of your, Mm -hmm. what you've been experiencing. But also, if you don't do that, then they can't help you through it. So, I feel like it's it's a balance. Yeah. Where you also don't, like, I've been on the other end where if, like, sometimes I just get ranting and I'm just, like, negative. But then I'm like, oh, well, I just spent that hour talking to him, like, all negative. So, I guess it's just, like, finding the balance of being, like, this is the real stuff I'm going through. But also, like... I don't know being there for them as well I think it's a balance mm-hmm. and like happy moments and that mm-hmm. made me think of I think when... just with especially with quarantine there's a lot of stress and like yeah and everyone's just like ah. so, yeah, yeah I think that it's just important to like be honest with how you're feeling and like your what's making you anxious or stressed or whatever and maybe they can help you or keep it in mind um yeah just going forward I don't know I think the most important part of a long distance relationship you brought up well one of the important like Mm -hmm. factors to think about in my mind if you're in a long distance this is just my opinion but if you're Mm -hmm. in a long distance relationship 
you sort of have to have your end goal coming mm-hmm. together moment. Like, where do you see this thing going? Because yeah. I think, and if you don't, I think it just becomes that much more difficult. If you're in a long distance relationship and you're like, uh, we want to end up together one day, but we don't really know when yeah. or how, whatever. But if you're like, okay, we know that we're going to make this work and we'll end up, even if it's Lucy and Dara and they're like, okay, we don't even know like where physically we will live together, but we yeah. will live together, be together, get married one day, like start a family, mm-hmm. like have our lives together. Even if we're like, okay, Lucy's from America, Dara's from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Is Lucy going to live in Ireland with Dara? Is Dara going to come to America? Are they going to go somewhere yeah. else completely? But if you, like, know that deep down that that will happen, I think that helps a lot more. Or, like, for me, obviously not as extreme, but we had, like, an end point, like a expiration date, if you will. I don't know what to yeah. call it. So I think if you have that, it becomes that much easier. Like, mm-hmm. I knew from the beginning I was counting down, like, the eight months of hockey season or whatever. And obviously with Lucy, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder because it's sort of like, okay, she grew up yeah. in one continent he grew up in another like their families are so far apart everything like that becomes that much more difficult just like logistically like I guess in the states it's also hard like figuring out like oh when are we going to be able to live together like given like academics like I'm in school so I have to be in Boston like but now obviously things are different but like Mm -hmm. before it's like you have to be physically there for all your classes so it's not like you can't with your boyfriend in Florida it's not like that's easier like oh I'll just move to Florida like you know Mm -hmm. it's not like that granted now maybe things will be like more remote but yeah I feel like yeah with the separate countries it's really hard because you could like get sucked into the I feel like if if I was another person I could have totally just been like oh well like screw it let's just get married and then like I can just move to Ireland but it's I feel like with the long distance it's so important to just like focus on yourself and your goals and like make sure you're taking like concrete steps on your own yes like towards what you want like with the your significant other but also like independent of them so yeah totally and I feel like that's what's really nice when like I don't know not really nice because obviously it's never ideal to have a long distance relationship but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's nice because you can work work on yourself and work on being independent and like like what is it called um totally developing like what you are like want to focus on kind like of. your interests and your yeah. hobbies and your own identity in your own yeah. life i think honestly every relationship could benefit from being long distance yeah. at least at some point yeah and then you can just see like how compatible you guys are like just mm-hmm. on like the just like communication level you know and like I, I don't know i feel like it is like helpful yeah just in like building the the trust and by being like honest and open and like communicative yeah and I feel like that's yeah trust is like a huge thing and that's like it's everything I've never and had to question it with Dara mm-hmm. he's never had to do it. so I feel like that's like an important cornerstone because that's not even a question but then um yeah so I feel like with that goes like we're, we know we're in it together so and I, we, I was actually telling Gretchen about this previously but how just how like like whatever issues we face it's not like like we're butting heads it's like okay we're gonna face this issue together because Mm -hmm. we're like a team and this is something we're gonna like conquer together so I feel like that's a really important way of looking at things as well because like when you're long distance and maybe you both miss each other and you're having bad days and like Mm -hmm. I don't know it can just get tough but I feel like if you just look at it like okay we're on the same team and like yeah just go from there even if you're not long distance, we always say that. 
like mm-hmm. any obstacle you come across it makes it way easier instead of if it's you against the other one yeah <laughs> you two against each other you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah if it's you two together as a team being like okay let's figure this out yeah. it becomes a lot easier yeah. so yeah that's a lot about lucy's long distance relationship Mm. interrupting super quick to tell you guys about jenny kane i'm sure a lot of you have heard of jenny kane before since i became a big fan of them actually a while back just seeing some of my favorite people that i follow on instagram post wearing their clothes just having the most beautiful homes with jenny kane pieces in them and Jenny Kane is just so my vibe, you guys, since their secret to an effortless and elevated home and wardrobe is really just built on timeless classics and inviting neutrals that focus on comfort without sacrificing style. Of course, literally my mantra, you guys, they are so my aesthetic and my actual goals. And I don't know where you guys live, but as the temperatures are dropping here in Pennsylvania where I live, their cold weather staples are so nice. I'm really loving their cashmere cocoon cardigan in specific. I ordered it recently. I'm so freaking happy I invested in it since it's quite literally the softest sweater I've ever owned. It's so cute. I can't wait for you guys to see it on my Instagram coming soon. Jenny Kane is seriously the ultimate gifting destination for the holidays, you guys, with special pieces that are something for everyone on your list, like a sweater, shirling slippers, cozy pillows, etc. There really is no place like Jenny Kane for the holidays, and I love how they believe in creating everyday pieces that are made to last forever that will also never go out of style, like polished bits basics and home pieces i know their mules which come in leather suede shirling and more are one of their most popular staples along with my fave cocoon sweater i mentioned before and i personally am gifting myself some jenny kane this holiday season if i'm being honest since i found these gorgeous linen pillows that i've been thinking about non-stop i can't wait for them to get here and for you guys to see them you guys on my pod just get the first sneak peek about everything so when they're on my instagram you'll know they're jenny kane so find your forever pieces at jennykane.com and get 20 percent off your first order when you use code happy hour that's j-e-n-n-i-k-a-y-n-e dot com promo code happy hour for 20 percent off happy hour all caps one word 20 percent off now let's get back into the episode are you guys enjoying this one with lucy it's so much fun but one thing i wanted to mention now it's 22 mm-hmm. minutes in <laughs> mm-hmm. so this episode is going up this friday and actually it's been three weeks since I posted a podcast two weeks Mm -hmm. it's been a minute and you guys know my last episode was with Keaton it was so great but I just wanted to like address Mm -hmm. that quickly or like say something about that I know we're like into the podcast already but basically I announced on the happy hour podcast Instagram that I was going to start hosting every other Friday just because holiday season is so crazy if you work in social media if any of you guys do I'm sure you know And so it's just been getting really hectic and I just want to make sure like obviously what I'm putting out is really quality podcast for you guys. Don't want to rush anything. And I was like, honestly, life is so simple right now. Like I'm not trying to make a podcast every week that's boring because I don't have much to talk about because I kind of like sit at home with Brody. You know what I mean? So yeah. And then basically I was saying I was going to do every other week and then it just so happened two weeks went by and here we are. So I just don't want any negativity. I feel like I saw one negative thing and they're like, I'm so disappointed in you. Like you drop down to every other week and you can't even keep up with that. Like da da da. Like just sort of like a hate comment. I'm like, this makes me so upset because this podcast. Well, people always have every, something to say. Like You're you right. just. I need to not care. You just but need it's to be like, like above it. <laughs> I know. It's just, this podcast has always but been hard, yeah. such a fun outlet for me and so creative and I love it so much. And so I just, 
yeah, just, yeah. that just made me I sad. I feel like it's more, you're more like my baby. with it. So it, yeah. And it's more like you. It's not just like, oh, this is a picture of me. It's like, here are my yeah, thoughts. It's like so me. like This is like my passion project, yeah. okay? So I just wanted to like say that. And we are going to be every other week from here on out. I took like literally one week off, like a, br- mm-hmm. like a break. Like I've been doing this for over a year now. I've had like one break. So I think it's okay. We're all good. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that. And we didn't do our little um format that i do yeah i was thinking about the quote but i wasn't and what you're happy about so start with what you're happy about this week or right now well i'm happy to have a loving boyfriend no matter how far away he is good and that's also a huge thing with long distance it's just you like you love the person so much and they're like you like it's like it doesn't matter the distance or like what the circumstances it's Mm -hmm. just like they're who you want and like who you choose to be with so yeah. And like vice versa. But um, Oh, I love that you said that's so good for everyone to hear that's in a long distance relationship. Instead yeah. of focusing on the negative, like I'm sad, I just I remember being so frustrated, like, oh I just want them right here in this moment. I just yeah. want to hug them, whatever. And it can be so easy to like, get like that. Else, like I, yeah, if you're it's like anyone else, it's like, no, thank you. you yeah, know, you don't want to have a hug how, from any other boy. Yeah, it's like that's <laughs> not it's you'd rather wait as long as it takes, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah, with Darren and I, it's been, like, I think we haven't seen each other in, like, three and a half. Wait. No, seven. No, five months. months. Oh. Five. Five months. Four, four in my five, head, seven, because it was July, and that's July, the seventh month. November. Why can't we do math? It's four months. And like I know, but once you see him in December, yeah, it'll, it'll be, be five. five. That's what I was yeah. thinking. But, um, and then the quote, well, I don't know. This isn't, like anything that I've like has to do with anything right now but it's just a quote that I've been thinking about a lot just because I've been feeling in a funk um and I forget it's like I think I heard it on a show or something but it's basically like just because you fall on your butt doesn't mean you need to stay there (laughs) and so like just if you fall in a rut with like your diet or your routine or like (laughs) sleeping or like my, my sleep schedule is always an issue or like just a rut mentally or anything anything. like I feel like it's important just because you're there doesn't mean you need to stay there like you know you can get up and dust yourself off and like move forward you know I've I've never heard that and I really really I've been thinking about it all the time yeah I think I said that to Dara the other day (laughs) yeah yeah that reminds me of my episode with Maggie Mm -hmm. and we were talking about her routine she's very organized routine person if you guys haven't heard that episode and I was asking her about her routine, and she's like, what has helped me a lot is, like, some days I don't stick to my routine. I don't get up early and do the things that make me feel good, like my journal and my workout and my meditation, whatever. Sometimes I skip it. And she's like, I used to get really caught up in that, and it would give me anxiety, and it would freak me out, and I'd be upset and felt like my whole day was thrown off. Yeah. Like, she would fall on her butt and stay there kind of thing. That's what that reminded me of. But then she's like, then I just stopped worrying and I would sort of just like let go. Mm. And like if today I'm off my routine, it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Like get back up. You know, like I'm not going to say my butt and sort of wallow. I think that's so good. I feel like I've totally had those moments just about my routine or my mentality, whatever. And I'm just like, well, I just like give up. You yeah, know, like yeah. today I just give up yeah. and I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to eat healthy. I'm going to let myself feel bad and lay on the couch and then yeah. I feel worse. I feel like it's the all or nothing mentality that really like yes. nail in the coffin for the day or yes. whatever it is. Yeah. So if you needed to hear that today, just because you fell on your butt doesn't mean you need to stay there. 
You're welcome. (laughs) Lucy's spitting fire over here straight back. I was going to like make it an Instagram caption. I still might. (laughs) No, I love that. Please do that. For whoever needs to hear it. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about how you guys met and Mm. where you met Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. But Dara is from, don't tell me. I always mix up because he's all he's from. Oh my gosh, I was about to say Galway. That's where you live, but he's from Lochray. Yeah, in Ireland. And how old is he? He's younger than you. He's twenty two. I was like, how old are we? In my, I, I, in my head, we're already twenty four. I'm like, I'm. Elderly. Oh my god! In my head, we're like twenty one still. Well, I've just been thinking that we're like so old lately. So I'm, no, I'm really feeling. If any of you guys are like our age or like around our age. Isn't it just so scary? How Especially life when a year gets sucked away. It's like, well, I by. needed that. That was my twenty-three year. I know. And twenty-two was down the drain. So what do we have? What are we in left your with? Head, Twenty-five. Like <laughs> so, in your head, you're twenty-four. Is what you're telling me? Like lately, yeah. In my head, we're like eighteen. I think. Yeah. Well, I well, I've just been <laughs> looking at it like Lucy, your soul to get it together. Like that. That's what I've the bad mentality, you know. But. I know, but then and it scares me because then if I ever am like talking to Mandy or cousin mm. who's twenty, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so grown up. Like I always feel grown up compared 20, to her, obviously. Like we're twenty, but and no. we always say we'll never forget when we were fifteen and she was twelve. Like we always are like, no, 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 like we're fifteen, she's twelve. Like I remember that That's so like well. That's like nearly ten years ago. I know, and it's terrifying. Like and I just think about in high school, we would be like, oh my god, twenty three, like she's twenty four, like that is so grown up. Like you, I always was like, I'll be married that makes at twenty four. <laughs> Do yeah, you, remember? you wanted to get married at 24, 25. I thought when I was 24, I was getting married, like, get, having the kids, and now I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Hold up, I'm Didn't 23. Like, kids by 26. Like, and I feel like I'm 18, so I'm not ready for any yeah, of that. No, thank you. It's really scary. This reminds me, I was listening to an episode of Brooke's podcast a while ago, and she had her dad on, mm-hmm. and he's in his 50s, and I think he said how he feels like he's, like, 20, just That's trapped awesome, in his... Though. His 50-something body. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going to feel that way forever. I already feel like I'm trapped in, like, an elderly body with my back. (laughs) Like, don't you think, though? Like, I always think, like, oh, when I'm 30, I'll be, like, a different person. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, I'm going to still be me, just, like, I'll look a little different. Like, figuring it out still, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you think, like, oh, after college, like, I have my career, I'm an adult. And Mm -hmm. everyone after college is like, okay, now what? All of yeah. my friends are looking for jobs and are so sad because it's so hard right now looking for jobs, obviously. Yeah. So it's like you never really, like, Rough. when are you, like, a different person? Like, when does yeah. that happen? I don't know. Wow, we're getting off track right here talking about age. Do you guys, like, relate to this? I don't know. But anyways, Dara's 22. 22. And his family's from Ireland, and I went and met them for Christmas two years ago. Is the first time you met, like, the whole family? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then last year I spent the year there. Yeah, so tell us. You lived at yeah. his house for... Oh, no, you didn't. You guys had your apartment. And I got so used to it. And, not, and I, like, was just used to, like, seeing him. Yeah. Like, I, like, literally almost, like, had fully gotten used to it. And then I left, and now I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so do you think living also, with him for a year... I mean, obviously I it, it was great. it would make it much harder. And I... You think it, it made long distance a lot harder? Yeah, because before, like, the longest time we had spent together was a month. I remember we came to visit for a month, and I was like, oh, my God. And so we basically just, like, we lived together for a month, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're long distance, whenever you see each other, it's like, drop everything, now we're together. So, mm-hmm. like, you try to get all your affairs in order before, like, yes. did I do all my schoolwork and, yes. like, whatever. But, um, but yeah, so, the, like, we lived together for 10 months, and that was a long time. It was really nice. Yeah, so nice. It was, like... A little dream. Um, 
I know you just regardless. That's of like COVID. what so many people think about. Like you graduate college, like you did, and you just run off to Ireland and live there for a year. And everyone's like, "Where is Lucy?" Yeah. I remember I so many people would be like, "Oh, you have a twin sister," and I'd so be like, nice. "Yeah, she lives in Ireland." And they'd be like, "Wait, wait, rewind. What? Why did she live in Ireland?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. here we go." It was so nice, and I, I I'm still sad. I, I skipped out on my visa early to come back because of COVID, because mm-hmm. I wanted to come back. Well, I didn't come back like in March because it, that was. I was like, why would I travel when I don't need yeah. to? But then I came back in July. Yeah. Because I thought, like, I should be with my family and stuff. And, like, start looking for a job. Huh. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah. Not like I found a job until October. Ha <laughs> So you felt like but you I, wish you would have stayed your whole visa? I stayed like, through September? the visa, given the circumstances. Because then I wouldn't... Like, I would have just been, like, two months without seeing them instead of five. Or whatever. Yeah. You know? But... I mean, it is what it is. So tell us. I just feel sad because I loved Ireland a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about living there for years. So you loved Ireland. Like, it was beautiful. Tell us about the visa. Like, if anyone else is in a long-distance relationship or met their boyfriend abroad, if their boyfriend's from another country, like, what was the visa? Okay, that's what I was going to say. Well, I mean, it's, I feel like it's so, well, like, with people from the EU, the European Union, it's like, I'm just like, okay, well, like, I would honestly just marry you right now because then maybe I could live in Paris or I could live in Amsterdam or I could live like anywhere you know like that's what it seems like to me but then oh my gosh can you guys get married and go live in like Paris Paris, and I'll visit wait I would love that's like you're gonna be like Emily in Paris I know (laughs) I really like want to live in Paris but um but I'm like but also like you should you shouldn't get married for that reason so like there's other (laughs) ways to do it like you can get a visa or you can study somewhere like I'm like maybe I think like the next step like if I yeah if I wanted to like go back there to grad school anytime soon I would try to do a grad school um Mm -hmm. not to mention it's much cheaper over there um and also like if I saw myself living maybe in Europe then I would want to get a degree over that like I don't really know how the schooling works it's kind of up in the air but um but yeah the visa I got a work holiday visa and I don't know I don't know if they have them for, like, all of Europe. Because I don't think you can get one for, like, France or... I don't know. I think it's dependent. But I know in okay. Ireland they have them. And I think they have the same thing for the U.S. Like, if you are about... To, I think it's, like, within a year of graduating, like, on either side. Like, if you've graduated or if you haven't graduated yet, mm-hmm. you can apply for a work holiday visa. And you can go live... Like, I hadn't graduated, actually, yet. Mm-hmm. Like, technically. Um, so I was able to go there and... Yeah, so I, it wasn't too... Well, I mean, I did have to jump through a good amount of hoops, but I had also studied abroad in Paris, so I already had to do all the visas and, like, mm-hmm. the embassy and all of that. And I think for Ireland, I didn't have to go to an embassy or anything like that. It was just, like, like ship, like shipping stuff and whatever, the all the papers. Yeah. But Have you guys had trouble with getting visas for traveling? I feel like Lucy and I have run into so many yeah. issues. Yeah, with... Yeah. I remember before I went to Tanzania, yeah. my passport... I had to mail it out, which was so scary. I think it showed up, like, the day before I was going to leave or something. It was really terrifying. (laughs) Wait, didn't I have to get it? Because it shipped to Boston or something. Yeah, probably. It was, like, mayhem. Yeah. The visas can be tricky. But, so, I feel like I've gotten that question a lot. Lucy got a work holiday visa. Because they're like, how is she able to, like, live there? And my theory, I fully thought 
that my twin sister was about to like elope or something yeah. in Ireland. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's gonna be. You always joke about it, like literally ever. Uh, I don't know, maybe since a couple of years ago. Like I was like, it's gonna be August of 2020, yeah. and obviously we didn't know coronavirus was gonna happen. I'm like, she's gonna be like, nope, don't wanna leave next month. We'll just get married and I'll stay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, still not not saying it won't happen, but <laughs> so but hopefully I'll like study. Like, there's just other options to yeah. be in other locations before marriage. Yeah. So how? I mean, now it's all different, but maybe like pre-coronavirus, mm-hmm. how often would you say that you would be able to see each other? Well, with I was like in school, so it's but I mean like equally like school and work like I feel like it'd even maybe be harder to see him if I had like a full-time job and like would have to just like get time off or like wait until Christmas or something you know Mm -hmm. um but like yeah for school like I would take like whenever there was like a holiday or whatever but that would be like maybe every three months or something Mm -hmm. three four months I think four months is like the longest we've gone but we've done four months a couple times Mm -hmm. yeah usually like three or four months but it's sad because that's like (laughs) A quarter of the year, you know. I know. And you're just like face. Like I get well, so then used you're to about to break your record if it's five months. If yeah. you can go in December. Yeah, that's why it's sad because we were just together for a year and then like five months apart, like mm-hmm. half a year apart. But um, but I also feel like what I was trying to like be like Lucy, think of like the bright side when she got home and was all sad mm-hmm. missing him. Obviously, like if you think about if you're long distance and then you live together and then you're long distance again, like you mm-hmm. know you can do it because you've done it before. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know. And you like know how great life is together. An issue. And yeah, I'm glad like it was fine living together, but it's not because I feel like long distance relationships like that where you see someone so sporadically and like maybe two weeks together to like oh, a couple weeks to like a month together is like the most you have together but I feel like like that's like I don't know I'm like not saying this right but that's like you would see all the red flags or what the warning signs like because people always say like when you move in with someone that's like a huge test but like when you're long distance it's like every time you see them you're just moving in together because you're like like with each other 24 or 7 like Mm -hmm. the whole time they're there like whether it's like a couple weeks or like a month or so even yeah living together for like the 10 months I'm like well this is really no different from like the one month because I got to see all your like weird habits or like yeah. you know like whatever you do that maybe would like I don't know bother you in like, yeah. a relationship so okay this kind of goes in the next question do you think I'm curious to know do you think there's been mm-hmm. like cultural differences in your relationship since you guys are obviously from different yeah. countries yeah there is there yeah like a ton I guess <laughs> there's just like differences obviously in the way like, we say things and, like, refer to things, um, which is always, like, funny or interesting. And it's funny because, like, I, like, I'm so used to them that I never, I don't even think if I, like, originally, like, when he first said, like, what's the, he says. What does he call it? Pitch instead of, like, a field. I was just going to say, what does he call a field? Yeah. Twin telepathy. I was like, what does he call a pitch? Because I'm, like, thinking, like, I'm so used to it that, whatever, um, that he calls, like, a football field a football pitch or, like, whatever. But I... Guys, she literally talks in Dara language now. Like, she says, like, Irish terms, I feel like. Yeah, I would always say, like, like the chips for French fries and, like, crisps for for actual chips, whatever it's just everything's different but um but yeah and it's funny because I never said that pit like pitch I never like questioned it when he said it I was just like yeah rugby pitch like I get what you're talking about 
but like I don't know I wasn't used to it or like hadn't heard it before Mm -hmm. but then I think like mom brought it up the other day she was like it's so funny how you say pitch and he was like what like you guys don't say that like he like didn't know but for three years I've just been hearing it and like used to it but um but yeah it's funny and then yeah I guess just cultural differences yeah I guess like he just has like we have different kind of expectations from things and like different like and different expectations Preferences for experiences. And and when he came to Boston once, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was his first time, and the th- I think it was just the three of us at lunch, mm-hmm. and I just remember hearing him. It was so funny from, like, someone that's just not from America's, like, point of view, and being like, why is our waiter, like, talking to us so much? Like, they're so yeah. chatty. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, he's just being friendly, but it's just different in different yeah. countries. And, like, why is the silverware so big? Why are the plates so big? Why yeah, is the portion the so big? Like, when he, we got in Why are the cars so big? Up from yeah. the airport in Boston, he was like, "This car's like huge. why? Like, why are the sidewalks so big? Why are the streets?" So big? He's like, "Everything in America is bigger," and I'm like, yeah. "Wow, I never thought of it that way." He's like, "The people are bigger, <laughs> you like, know. Everything's like, just everything. like wider, bigger, like everything. Like the spoons are huge. Like your portion at a restaurant mm-hmm. is probably like two or three times what yeah. it should be." Yeah, it's with so the waitresses, he was like, I didn't know I was going on a date with you and Kimberly from the Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, well... You're like, Dara, be nice. Like, don't be rude. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, there's cultural differences But then, yeah, sure. I worked there and it was different because I was like, oh, like, I'm not... I shouldn't... Like, I don't know. It's not like I was a waitress in America, so I was used to, like, like chatting, chatting people up for tips or whatever. But I was like, oh, they're like... Calm, minimal chill. and I'll talk quietly and like whatever so you were a waitress at a hotel restaurant right yeah and I was also in case you guys didn't know I also like bartended yeah. and I pulled some pints and did all that fun stuff. pulled some pints mm-hmm. a true Irish gal so I never even thought about that do you think you're better at making drinks now because you were a bartender like you could make some fire drinks probably I didn't do as much or no of they the just mixing. do like the beer I did a lot of beer and a lot of wine I did some not really many mixed drinks, but it's funny because yeah. like when, if I were the one at the bar, I'd just be having wine or, or a mixy. <laughs> so they pretty much so they don't do like the liquor as much as like beer. They and do, wine. but more beer. Well, I worked like mostly during the day, and like people, yeah. they had the locals, the like old oldies that would come in for their like, they have like a discounted price for the pints and they come in at like 10 a.m that's really cute. and just start oh, drinking 10. from 10 to like <laughs> it's early three like i'd be i'd be leaving my shift and they're okay, like okay so drunk at the bar <laughs> give us the real tea like it so if i think of ireland because i've never been there obviously i can't believe i never visited but i just think of like beautiful like landscapes because of all the pictures you sent me yes and i think of um what is that? A shamrock or a clover? Shamrock, yeah. I think of that. Four leaf clover, yeah. <laughs> From like, um, why can I? What is the holiday called? Saint Patrick's Day. Like, what is that I think it's Saint Patrick's out of Day. Ireland. Oh, didn't know that. And <laughs> I think of beer. Like, I think of everyone drinking beer all the time. Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> well, I live. We lived on like a in a student like accommodation technically. Accommodation. Accommodation. That's yeah. It's, You're everything's so just funny. Different. Wait, what was the word you said the other day? You said upon acquisition. acquisition. <laughs> it was like, who am I talking to? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just getting all funky with my vocabulary. Yeah. Ever since Ireland, but. so definitely. And okay, last cultural difference I'm thinking. Well, there's like literally a billion that I can think of that are just mm-hmm. like funny stories you tell me, but. 
there was like a weed or a thorn or something oh that he would always talk about that you a that nettle. don't a nettle we don't have those i've never experienced a nettle he'd be like watch out there's a nettle i'm like okay cool is <laughs> that like a pricker bush is it poison ivy like what is it? and i was i just didn't think it meant anything so but i'd always be like wandering we'd be like frolicking in the fields and i'd be wearing like leggings and sneakers so that my ankles there's like an inch of my ankle showing and like my ankles would get like itchy or like stingy and i'd be like huh no. weird but i never even like did two and two together i was just like oh i guess it's just like grass like itching my ankles or something yeah but then like <laughs> i guess i grabbed a nettle i didn't know what it was we were like wandering through the there was yeah through like basically forest and i was like trying to move pieces of the woods aside to like go through and he's like oh my gosh that's a nettle and i like grabbed it and what does it look like green and leafy i don't really i don't know i'm gonna google it um yeah i really don't remember and then but apparently there's like like so there's nettles and they sting you but then there's this other one and it basically has like kind of like aloe vera type stuff in like the the stem of it. So you. I think I spelled it wrong. N e t t. I looked up a needle. E-L <laughs> or L e e l. It might. If I feel so stupid, I don't know how to spell that. Oh, I found it. Okay, it literally just looks like mint or something. Right? Yeah, it's just like a gra- <laughs> It's just like le- whatever. So I'd always just be like whatever, mm-hmm. and then it, it stung me so bad. So he had to like. He's stinging like, nettle leaf. Stinging nettle. But wow. apparently they're, like, good for your health. Like, you can have, like, nettle tea or something. I don't know. Whatever. Wow. But, so he's like, oh, okay, we need to go find these big, like, leafy greens. And it'll have this aloe vera type stuff that'll heal you. So we're, like, looking and foraging for this, like... Wow. This, like, plant remedy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we found... we kept, I kept being like, this one. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And then he we pick it and he'd try to squeeze stuff out. And he's like, oh, not this one. Like, another one. Like, because that wow. wasn't the right plant. So then we eventually found it and it, like, helped my stinging go down. <laughs> Have you guys heard of nettles before? Please let me know. It's funny. On the Happy Hour Podcast Instagram. That's where I can always see you guys, <laughs> like, comments, like, comment on the latest post that's, like, promoting this episode. Yeah. Because I want to know. It's always funny. Because one of us, like, we always just feel stupid based on the cultural difference. I'm yeah, like, like oh, God, oh I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. And so, then too. do you think but there are fun. nettles in the we U.S.? Learned, I feel like I've learned a lot. Maybe in like different. Like, have climates, you guys experienced but... nettles? Let us know. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. There's just a lot of differences. Okay, but, so, but that's another thing. So I feel like the differences are really fun, and it may like because I feel like I'm just always learning new things. And like, like it makes he's you always, curious. Yeah, and he like he speaks like Gaelic or Guelga. That's like uh, Guelga is like the way you say Irish in Irish, but oh. um, it's like. Irish Gaelic because Gaelic can refer to like um like Scotland too and like just like Gaelic culture which is like Scotland Wales and Ireland I think um so you have to like say like Irish Gaelic if you're or just Irish like he speaks French too yeah but he like speaks Irish like fluently and him and his family they like like when they're on vacation somewhere or like when he was in Amsterdam and he wanted to like have privacy on the phone he'd just speak to his parents in Irish so no one else can understand because only like 40,000 people worldwide like can understand it or like know it at all that's so wild that's like crazy that's like when Louisa would talk to her parents in Spanish and all of us would be like but everyone knows what Spanish. are you saying <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> like I like, knew a lot of us you can't just say. like hop into an elevator and be like oh no one here is gonna know Spanish like or whatever yes. language 
So I feel like with Irish, it's cool. So but true. um, yeah, I remember thinking that like like long distance. I'm like, yeah, like I can't wait to live together. But then I'm like, well, once we're together, like is like the novelty of it gone because like mm-hmm. it's not like oh when am I gonna see you next or oh so it's interesting like and new yeah like yeah. oh new and shiny like I haven't seen you in years like mm-hmm. so like are you gonna get like sick of me or whatever um so I feel like that's also like maybe a risk in long distance well I don't know yeah I guess if you're in love you're in love but like <laughs> I guess I always just like got nervous about that but I feel like yeah, I think it's when it's worth it, you know it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, how is food different there <laughs> versus here? Tell us. Um, like, food isn't good there, right? I mean, not to be, like, rude. No. It's, it's just good, really different than American food. But it's food. not great for vegans. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Yeah, they just like different things. Like, I think they, they like, yeah, they're used to different meals or they're based, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, in America, what you picture is, like, hamburgers. <laughs> but in Ireland, it'd probably be, like, a roast with, like, some vegetables and potatoes. Like, that's, like, their, their like, basic meal, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, like, the breakfasts are always, like, very meaty and eggy. Mm-hmm. It's, like, like, sausage, like, bacon, black pudding, white pudding, which is, like, intestines, basically. Um, and then... Uh, like what is it? Yeah, eggs obviously, and then the beans. They have the baked beans and like tomato, mushroom, mm-hmm. potatoes. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I worked at the hotel, so that's like what they would have for like the the full Irish breakfast. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just just different. And they actually in Ireland they have, they struggle with like obesity too. Like I think I it's like number. I don't know. I I feel like I, Dara was saying it's like number two or something to like America, or, but maybe not. Probably not. I'm mm-hmm. probably just saying that. But um, yeah, they do have issues with it. But I think maybe more from drinking like the beer because mm-hmm. that's like huge. Very. It's like a part of their culture. Yeah, very huge culturally. Mm-hmm. I guess when I think about the food being different, like not good in my mind, I guess it's like, no, but it is way... good. Like you guys would love, like you love it. Mom would love it. Like, yeah, I feel like if you it's like just not, I think not good in like the sense, it's just not the type of food that like I like eating it's and that you eat like, like plant-based in the yeah. salad. Like you would never go order like a you big can salad find it somewhere. You can find them somewhere, but it's not like, How it's it not like here. there's options every place you go, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like but what they struggled can, with. Like they're all very accommodating and like, I don't know. I'm sure everyone hears that like people in Ireland are really nice and friendly and welcoming. Like that's exactly how it is. They're so friendly and welcoming and like, Mm. yeah, very nice. Their accents are very strong sometimes. Like, and that's what you struggled with when you were abroad in Paris. I remember you just eating like frozen fruit on your oatmeal and that's like all you could eat. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was hard. Cause it's so like dairy and meat and that type of stuff. But it was good. I, like, got used to it. I feel like, yeah, you just have to... It's, like, a culture shock at first. But then once you, like, go to the store and you start, like, like getting used to it, like you're like, okay, this is my routine. This is what I get from the grocery when I go. I get granola yeah. and I get this and I get Baguettes. tofu and I get baguette and I get pasta, lots of pasta and, like, all of that. Oh, I miss the baguettes in Paris. They're so yeah. good. They literally hit different. That's probably the most basic thing I ever said. But, like, they seriously are so different than I would get a baguette else. every day towards the end of my time there. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to just get, like, a one-euro baguette. That's they were the best thing I've ever so tasted. They were so cheap. And they were so like good. Yeah. So, okay. Long distance. What are things <laughs> that make you feel better ways that you guys make it work? Um. Yeah. So, 
I guess when we're like feeling uh, like sad and like distant, I guess. Well, obviously there's the distance, so that's why we feel distant. But um, we just try to like watch movies together or like watch shows or like he likes watching podcasts and like listening to podcasts. So maybe I'll like listen to some of the same ones, even if it's mm-hmm. not together, then we can like maybe talk about it and talk and like we like like watching football together so that's fun we mm-hmm. can watch football on sundays together like the green bay games we love those um he loves then, green bay yeah and like he likes rugby and i like it's just like taking an interest in like what the other person likes and i guess like yeah i guess we just work really well because i like it's not like i'm like faking that i'm interested in football now i'm like watching football without him and stuff and like formula one like we watch the like highlights together from the races and like whatever you know just like mm-hmm. like finding things to like do together like even common, while you're apart like common interests common or like hobbies like things yeah. that you can do together when you're apart yeah and like watching harry potter and there's like there's actually um yeah there's like so actually so much you can do together because like we would even play like quiz up or like random like that's like a game on your phone where you can like play against yeah. each other and like just like general knowledge quizzes. Could you guys quizzes. play video games against each other? Does that not work? Yeah, we can. We could play like Minecraft or whatever mm-hmm. or like I I don't know. I have a Mac, but if I had like another computer, I could use like he plays like Overwatch or what. I could like try to do that with him. But yeah. um, yeah, I feel like it's just like being flexible and like creative about like what you can do together and like how you can spend time together. That isn't just like. Like, okay, and this is what I did Monday. What'd you do Monday? Okay, and what did you have for dinner? Like, how did you feel about that? Oh, wait, how I missed this family? lunch. Like, what was your lunch on this yeah, day? I need yeah. to know. Yeah, did you work out? Like, how are you feeling about that? Did we meditate yet? Like, whatever. You know, like, yeah. that's not just checking the boxes. So I feel like that's nice. Um, I like the phrase that you told me before we started recording. You said, how to be together while you're apart. Because I yeah. think you guys do that really well in mm-hmm. all the ways that you just said yeah like watching the movies facetimes like your best friend yeah but it's nice because it's not you're not just like <laughs> i don't this sounds like like i hate facetiming him just talking to him but it's not like pounding the pavement just like okay and what did you do and how do you feel about this and what if i said this what would you say i know i like, feel you guys get into like, you could just get into have like not arguments but just you have like different opinions on yeah. things and you know yeah no we just well uh, yeah it's just <laughs> like it doesn't always need to be so serious you can just like yeah. watch a movie and like hang out yeah it doesn't need to be like okay and tell me why you love me today tell me like the three yeah. reasons you, you know what I mean? yeah like and I feel like that's big too because I feel like we know so there's not like the issue with trust so it's not like I'm like okay and what did you are you like who did you go to the bar with last night you know yeah. it's not I'm not like we trust each other freaking out or anything this is making me think do you know each other's love languages have you guys taken that quiz that's funny because he i actually like mentioned it mentioned like he's love probably languages like i'm not taking before, and he was like what the hell is that like he's like that's like some astrology bs like you no, know it is so real but i'm like no it is and i remember like i remember us talking about it and like talking about it like with reference to dad and we were like oh i think dad was like more like the what is it like like acts of Acts of service, 100%. And how you give and receive love is different. Yeah. I know I receive it in the best way. Quality time is, like, my number one. Mm -hmm. I feel like yours would be, too. Like, you just want to spend, like, quality time together. But then how you, like, give, it it can be, like, different forms. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know... 
necessarily I'd have to think about how daddy like received love but I mean quality mm-hmm. time that might be for him quality time actually but acts of service yeah. was so how he like showed yeah. love yeah I am interested in that I think that'd be cool I think you guys should take that quiz because it could help a lot mm-hmm. too long distance and I felt like whenever Max and I took it I was like whoa 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 this is making so many things clear to me now. Like, I would just, like, run my mouth and say random stuff. And he would be, like, offended. And I'm like, okay, like, relax. It's not a big deal. But his number one was um, words of affirmation. And I'm like, no, duh, Gretchen. Like, you have to be careful yeah. what I say. Like, it's important. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, me. I just run my mouth and say shit. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, wait, I didn't mean it. Don't be, yeah, like, 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 don't actually be to, offended. That's, like, yeah. There's, like, you're, like, making me feel stupid or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not what I'm so doing. So words I'm of like, affirmation is probably, like, me. Up there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. We should probably do that. I know you guys should. But I, I so feel like Dara would be like, what is this BS? Yeah, We're not doing do this. this. <laughs> I don't know if you'd prescribe to that theory, but... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I think it's it's nice having like different opinions and stuff. It's fun, like talking about it and like yeah, just like and if things get like too heated and you're too passionate about whatever, I think it's nice to like take a step back and be like, oh okay, well at least I can like talk to somebody about these things and like whatever. Yeah, like we love each other. It's okay. Yeah, we the love each day, other. Sign a common ground. Let's agree yeah. to disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. Wow, we're almost at an hour. So I really, really like this story, you guys. Lucy's boyfriend, Dara, actually said this story at our dad's service after he passed away. So not to get, like, cry and sad and deep because it's such, like, a happy story. Like, it makes me smile when I think of it. And Dara talked about – he literally, in front of everyone – talked about the first time he met my dad and how he was so nervous. And it's just, like, the cutest story. So do you want to share? Because I really like it. Well, I'm not as good as telling it as he was. I know. I wish he could say it right now. He's so good at I it. I know. He's, like, been a little sicky poo. I think he has... He was just saying he thinks it's a stomach bug. He thought it was food poisoning. Oh, no. But it's been, like, a couple of days now. Anyways. Because, um, yeah, I was telling him that I was going to be on a pod- the podcast. And I was like, maybe... <laughs> be on a podcast. A podcast like, on this random. <laughs> yeah. Um... But maybe, yeah, maybe he could be on another time. That yeah. could be fun. Oh my gosh, if they like you heard could his have accent, him speak I feel like words. when I first <laughs> met, or before I ever met him in person, we would like FaceTime and I would yeah. be like, okay, now say this and yeah, say this. That's what mom would and do too. We would always, and we'd be like, whoa, when he says this word, you yeah. like hear his accent a little. But I think F- he, he says of, fart, fart. <laughs> like <laughs> fart. A, like the A, like care, care. I don't even. I can't even do it. He I'm like my hardest. Had, I feel like he has like a blended, like a yeah. He says, well, yeah. I think in living in Amsterdam, he just like learned to like tune down his like his, his accent. accent. But it wasn't even like he tried to. It's like, oh, people aren't gonna understand me if I say like this. So I'm just gonna yeah. like like subconsciously just says things like maybe slower and louder and like sounds more like American. Wait, this actually is like- to most people because. They, he speaks like loud and clear. Yeah, he does. Which is like Amer. That's like American. He does. Like when sound you're in kind Europe, they just that's like what they think he is. <laughs> that's so funny. And this reminds me, Lucy. You need to watch him. I don't think you've seen them, but um, you guys listening, Lucy and I love Queen's Gambit. Like I'm really sad that it's over. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lucy's. Let's like rewatch it. But that's so good. Anna Taylor Joy is the name of the actress that plays Beth Harmon. She's incredible. And she's incredible. And she grew up in Argentina until she was eight and then she moved to London but I think she's American and so she's obviously fluent in Spanish but she has this like British blended like accent and I watched this one interview and they were like you have a I forget how you call it like an in like a 
a non-specific. That's what yeah. it is. Like a non-specific accent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know whoever I'm with, I feel like I'm, I sort of just pick up on their accent. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be rude, trying to sound Australian all of a sudden, but I, I feel like I mimic those around me. That's what Dara does. Yeah, that's a good accent. Yeah. Like just I'm like, like so many. like clarity of understanding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, living in, he lived in Amsterdam for two years. So he was like doing that. And then like that's dating so me, funny. he's like, I just like speak more Sound like an American. American. And, like, the the mannerisms and things he says, like, even his friends would, like, make fun of him. Because he's, like, they're, like, some vacation. You're going on vacation. They're, like, no, you're going on holiday. Like, what are you saying? That's so funny. Like, they, like, make fun of him. And he's, like, well. He's, like, well, I'm dating an American, so there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just different. Okay, tell us a story. Okay, yeah. So, he was coming to visit for the first time, like, meet my parents for the first time. This was summer of, what, 2018? Yes. 2018, yeah. And and that it was before I met his family because I met his parents like Christmas of 2018. Um, Bef- or no, no, no. Yeah, I he met my parents before I met. Oh his yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you started living. dating fall of 2017. Yeah. Okay. So he came for a month over the summer, and um, he was like really nervous to meet my dad. Obviously, well, like both of my parents, but like dad especially because. Dad, it's like six foot nine and like just like a huge presence and like yes. obviously like I guess like for a guy maybe you're just nervous to meet the father Scary. and like whatever. That's um, so weird to think about, Lucy, because I feel like anyone else, if you just said like, oh my dad's six foot nine or whatever, or they could see him and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Like he must be so intimidating. Yeah. But like obviously since we knew him so well and like all of our friends, anyone that knew yeah. him could tell you he's the biggest freaking teddy bear, teddy bear yeah. ever, you know? Yeah. So Dara was like saying on the and he was getting all nervous about like the handshake and what's it gonna be like and do I like firm not too firm like but he's like big his hands gonna be big like strong not he's too practicing strong, like, with himself on yeah, the plane seriously <laughs> and then so he I picked him up from the airport and we like drove home and then he was like really nervous like so so nervous and like dad I think yeah he was like all ready for the handshake like psyching himself out he like puts out his hand and he's all ready yeah we get out of the car and dad and mom were waiting in the driveway so Teddy wouldn't pee all over him on <laughs> so inside, excited at least. and yeah Jared was like if Teddy doesn't cry uh, Teddy doesn't cry if Teddy doesn't pee I'm gonna be like upset yeah like upset and like I'm gonna feel like what's it called not important enough. Yeah, like, so offended. Like, I'm going to yeah. be offended. And I was like, okay. Like, guys, and he did pee. He was so excited. If you guys didn't know, our golden doodle back home. Yeah. I don't know how. He just has really excitable pee. That's what we found out it is. We talked to the vet. We thought, we like, ever since, like, it, we thought it was, like, a puppy thing. But he's, like, four now. Yeah, it's just, just excitable. <laughs> then we thought it was maybe submissive pee. But it's not submissive pee. It's excitable pee. And you just have to be really calm. We walk inside. We're like, hello, Teddy. Yeah, you know like, my voice slow movements. You like, like, he just gets so excited like he just can't help it and he just yeah. tinkles everywhere so that's it's what so that's what lucy's referring to yeah so teddy was like tinkling so everywhere, teddy's peeing everywhere and dara's really nervous <laughs> about his handshake and he's like eh, like probably like holding out his hand and dad just gives him a bear hug hmm. and dara's like oh my gosh like i didn't even I'm have anything here, to worry like, about yeah like i'm over here worrying about the handshake and he's just hugging me like wow <laughs> like yeah. he was so yeah, so relieved and like yeah, and that totally encompasses like how he was as a person, you know. Yeah, like, he's so loving. Yeah, 
So I'm so glad Dara got to meet him, but I'm I sad Dara's parents didn't get to meet him because I, I feel like that's like a missing part of the puzzle, but I know. It is what it is. But I'm so happy Derek got to me. And I love that story yeah. so much because he's like all worked up about mm. the handshake and then my yeah. dad just gives him a hug and yeah. doesn't even give him a handshake. And that's so Derek too, like in his own head. No. Yeah, <laughs> like worrying all about it. So, better, but. okay, another thing. Mm. Do you feel like, because this is what I feel like, guys, my one tip mm. <laughs> from being like long distance-ish. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'll refer to it now. When Max and I were long distance-ish, mm. one thing I felt like I really liked doing, because I felt like in the beginning, I would just text him constantly like FaceTime, Snapchat, whatever about everything. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, and then I was just walking down the street and then I found a penny and then I found a cute dog and I pet the dog. And then when I went up in the elevator, I heard the song and I thought of you. And then I was eating my salad and like, it would be like, (laughs) like literally like that all day long. And he's probably like, okay, like I get it. Like (laughs) we like text a little less. So then I just realized if you save like fun things, like maybe not every single moment, like I was just saying, like maybe leave out like the penny on the ground. Like if you just save like fun, important things from the day and then, like, we would always just know, like, we would FaceTime mm-hmm. every night. Like, if you have, like, your times of the day that you talk or, like, your whatever. Yeah. If you call every other day, whatever it is, yeah. and you save things to talk about, I feel like it makes it that much more fun yeah. and exciting instead of just randomly texting it. But and you guys are busy during the day. Maybe they don't yeah. even see it, you know? It's just, like, more special. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, that's a good idea because, yeah, I feel like that's, yeah, before. And especially when I first got back, I was like, and this is this just happened, and I'm like, what? And, then and we're this getting guy Whatever at the grocery and like what is who why is he talking like whatever you know (laughs) like everything just like the ins and outs but then I feel like also like with that like I don't know I feel like you I like to remember or I'm trying to be more conscious of like what I bring into the conversation like what energy Mm -hmm. and what like I don't know what you want to bring him down because like I have a whole day's worth of or however long it's been since we talked of Mm -hmm. stuff to like talk about so I don't need to just focus on like the, the bad things or the stressful or the whatever. Um, and I because think because I feel like it's like important to rem- like like keep your intentions like straight on like how you want to make other people feel like how you want mm. him to him or her or whoever to feel you know. Yeah. Um. So I feel like even with like long distance friendships and stuff like just like like yeah like kind of being like conscious of what you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. That's been like a big goal for me because I yeah I guess just with like quarantine and COVID it's and the election and all the things up in the air it just makes it easy to like like feel like everything's snowballing and like spiraling so it's easy to be like negative or stressed and like focus on that when there's like so many other things to focus on and I think of it like if you think of your long distance relationship as such like a treasure and something that's like so sacred in your heart and that you love so much and it's such like a happy part of your life it's almost like if you've had a lot of bad stuff going on and you get that FaceTime with your boyfriend girlfriend whoever it is like that's so fun and exciting and you probably don't even want to rehash bad stuff you just want to like hear about their things that are good that have happened with them it is such a fine line though because then like because you can do that to a certain point, but then if you're just like putting things aside that you should maybe bring up that have been upsetting you or that an, yeah. are an issue, you don't want to just like ignore it until it like you're blowing up and like, yeah, whatever. So I feel like it yeah, all flows a, out and it's a balance, yeah. But I, I feel like with friendships too, like everything that I was saying, like watch movies and like all that stuff is like the same mm-hmm. with friendships and just like being communicative and like like vocal about. Like, how you miss that, and, like, say things that are, like, authentic at the time. You don't need to, but just be like, I love you, I miss you, I love you, I miss you, I love you, I miss you, because, yes. like, that gets tiring. That's a good point. So you can just say, I appreciate you. I miss, 
like I miss watching Harry Potter with you like together. Like so maybe we can watch it like virtually together or mm-hmm. you know whatever specific things like I feel like that's that's nice. It's like what like kind of like what would you like to hear like and do the same for the, I Yeah. I love you. I miss you. I love you. I miss you. I know that can be Cuz I much. I feel like I get caught in that too. Like it's just easy but Cuz so, I'm like I don't know what else to say. I just miss you. <laughs> like Yeah. To end this off, last question. Mm-hmm. What do you think the future holds for the two of you? Would you move back to Ireland to be with him? Do you think he would come yeah. here? Do you think ideally you'd live somewhere else? Manifest it. Put it out there. What ideally, do you want? Ideally, well, I know Amsterdam was always like a dream of Dara's and it kind of got like ripped away from him. Like he was supposed to spend his four years there, but then for like school. things like fell apart kind of. It didn't and, really work yeah. out. But also, like, it probably, the school that he was in wasn't, like, I don't know. They kind of, like, let him fall through the cracks so more now, or less. So I, I feel like he needed a better situation. So, But I'm just hoping maybe down the line maybe we could end up back in, like, the Netherlands. But yeah, we, update like, both them. Love. So if you guys didn't know, Sarah's back in Ireland oh, yeah. finishing He's school. back in Ireland finishing off school. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe, like, our goal would maybe be to go back to the Netherlands for a bit and, mm-hmm. like... See how we like it there, but also like we've been talking a lot about Canada, maybe like uh, for like a long term situation, because Canada just seems awesome. I remember Lucy and Colin like, being like, system and all of that. She's like, I think we're gonna move to Banff, and I'm like, oh yeah, how are you gonna do that? You're not mm-hmm. a citizen, neither is he. Like, what are you I know. talking well, about? It's like crazy to talk or think about any of this with COVID, because yeah, who no. knows how things, how yeah. long this is gonna go? Mm-hmm. Who knows how things are gonna be after, like internationally and like what regulations are what what visas are going to be allowed or like you know i don't i'm just kind of terrified that a lot of things are going to change and like no more visas no more this no more that like you know Mm -hmm. but hopefully not hopefully it'll be like as it is or better even Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think maybe if i was able to like study something else and Derek could like study maybe like do like a year wherever like his last year wherever mm-hmm. maybe we could be together for that or maybe mm-hmm. we'll just our goal will be to be together after he's done with his degree like yeah who knows but for now I'm just gonna try to find myself like a decent job focus on yourself focus on myself that's yeah. why I think to finish this off I think every relationship could benefit at least from a small period of long, even long distance-ish like Max and I, because Mm -hmm. I truly felt like I gained so much independence back and could stick to my interests and my values and my hobbies and not sort of like let that mesh into what he thought and was doing. Yeah. And so I think that helps with just your independence a lot and like doing your Mm -hmm. own thing and like making sure that you are... 100% you on your own so that you can be 100% when you're with your partner. And I feel like that just makes you appreciate them more. Because then when you're together or whatever and you wake up and you see their face, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, you appreciate it that much more. Yeah. I'm sure Lucy really knows what that feels like after being so far away. Yeah, and then also... I think just probably the best part is just knowing that you have someone who, like, fully, fully supports you. Mm-hmm. Like, even behind the scenes, because you can feel however you feel, but it's, like, you know that they're, like, supporting you and love you, like, with their whole heart, like, mm-hmm. from Ireland or whatever, like, no matter where they are, you know? And I feel like if you go through That's long right. distance, especially long distance like Lucy, and then you end up together, you're, like we've fought all the battles and done all the hard stuff. Like, yeah. we can do it. Like, now that we're, like, wow, like, 
all the issues are out of the way. Not that you mm-hmm. won't have, like, arguments or whatever, but it's almost like you've already done so much. Yeah. Like, we can get through anything kind of yeah, mindset. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like, yeah, with all the challenges, it feels like we can go, like, Conquer overcome everything. all the other challenges that are to come. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope this helped you. If any of you are in a long-distance relationship, because I'm sure, or long-distance friendship, whatever we were saying, and I'm sure now because of coronavirus, I feel like times are just so crazy and you probably, Mm -hmm. you could have ended up somewhere where you didn't even think that you would and you might not be with your partner and it can be so tough. Lucy really knows that. So I hope her advice helped you guys. Thank you for joining us, Lulu. Yeah, thanks for having me. Wait, one last thing I was going to say Okay. was... I, I'm just distracted. <laughs> um, I was going to say that... Wait, wait, what were we just talking about? Oh my God, it's going to kill me. Please edit this out. Okay. <laughs> um, I was saying you can conquer anything once you're, yeah. you're together. Oh, I was just gonna say how like it sometimes it gets hard because you're like oh well life is like so short and why like I know I love this person why am I like that's what you still get stuck so on. far away yes. and like what I, like I guess just with like the lessons that I learned from dad and like mm-hmm. like life's too short to like not do things that you know you want to do like that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so I feel like at the same time as like long distance it's like yeah you it's manageable and you can do it like I feel like also don't like I don't know. Like, make sure it's worth your time and that person's worth your time. Don't, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it has. To, it really has to be, like, the one or, like, I don't know, someone you can see yourself with long-term for it to be worth that because, yeah, time is, like, so valuable. And so, at the same time, also, like, if you're able... If you, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, go for it. Like, take the risks and, like... Move to Ireland move to for Ireland, a year. Like, do a visa. Like, just, you know, like, be scrappy. Like, work it out. Like, there's... Mm-hmm. There's ways you can, like, figure out things. You don't need to just, like, sit and be, I like, unhappy. I always say that to you, don't you know? I? I? always say everything's figure outable. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us, Lulu. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I will catch you guys right next helpful. episode. Yeah. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. <laughs> Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.